Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> Dungeons & Drams. We're off to a great start today. Um, so, this is a game where a bunch of your favorite whiskey tubers and Daffy uh, get together and <laughs> drink whiskey and play Dungeons & Dragons. So, thank you guys all for joining us here tonight. We are um, a little bit light, but we that will be corrected shortly. Jason's going to be joining us probably in about 10 minutes at this point. Um, Daffy is here, but she is elected to not be on camera, uh, just things. So um, we have Ed and Clifton here to, you know, grace you with their, their visible presence. So um, <laughs> let's, let's start with, with uh, Clifton today. So Clifton, uh, real quick. Well, actually, you know what? Let, let's, even, let's even do this. Um, okay. At the end of the last episode, everybody leveled up. I forgot to say it right at the very end, but of course I let everybody know in the Discord, which by the way, if you're not in the Discord, you should join us. But everybody leveled up to level three. And just because level three is such a significant thing, we don't have to talk too much about like some of the spells you took, but I think it'd be cool to let people know what subclass you, or what uh, specialization you decided to take. Uh, so take it away, Clifton. Ooh, I forgot what mine's called. Give me a second. <laughs> take it away, Ed. Okay, <laughs> thank you. So well, I decided to go, well, I was thinking, so my guy is definitely not based on Zorro at all. Not at all. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys got that reference or not. I mean, I don't think I was very, very subtle with it, but <laughs> I decided to go with the Battlemaster, uh, the Battlemaster uh, uh, path. And because I did that, I get a bunch of fun little weird things I get to do during a fight. So. I get maneuvers, which are very, I, I really wanted to do this because I don't know if it's going to be the best build, but it's going to be very fluffy and fun. Uh, so I have disarming attack, so I can mm -hmm. knock somebody's blade out of their hand. I have parry, so I can parry damage away from myself. And this is my favorite. I, I'm going to have fun with this one. Goading attack. Oh, Basically, yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna run up and, and stab somebody and try to get them try to piss them off enough that they only pay attention to Noro, <laughs> which which is uh, a very much in character. I'm very excited to be able to taunt monsters with my goading attack. <laughs> I I was extremely happy when I saw that you picked that uh, for one of your maneuvers. <laughs> I'm just I was gonna like, say I, my. I, Oh, okay. I played with a bard one time who was great at being a bard, uh, and it was very entertaining. It was always very entertaining, especially his vicious mockery. Mm. Uh, so I suspect as much from you. <laughs> this, I by the way, is Daphne's boyfriend, so she's yeah. she's proud right now. <laughs> so. He's very clever with his vicious mockery. Very. <laughs> so Nautilus, what's, what's your deal? So I was going to say, mine's kind of actually the opposite of Ed's, which actually might work out really interesting. So... Mm. Um, at my my third level, I had bestowed to me a gift from my otherworldly patron, which we don't know exactly who that is yet. Uh, I mean, I do, but I mean, novelist does, but you guys don't. <laughs> um, but I got to choose um, three different from three different packs, and I went with the pact of the tome. Is it T O M E? Mm -hmm. Yep. So that actually lets me draw from the book of shadows, and I'm able to take on some cantrips from other classes that I didn't have access to before. Oh. Um, so. One of uh, I don't I don't know if I want to spoil them fully, but like some no, of these no, are going to be I, mostly. I just wanted don't. to know people to know that you took book uh, the the you know pact of the tome. <laughs> 
so the, okay, you know, there's all, that. All the little things that you've got, those those will be fun to to pull out. Also, uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to just say what I'm drinking. I'm drinking mm-hmm. a very tall gin and or juice, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> this is a little exciting for me. And I was going to announce this on my channel, but I'm going to say it now because I'm just too excited. Uh, this is actually the first thing I've distilled. I'm a distiller now. Um, kind of a big announcement. There's a, I'm over at a little distillery here in Wisconsin called Dog and Shrub. And I actually made this gin myself. So I'm... You're the Ed distiller, right? I'm, I'm the Ed distiller. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of... I'm having so much fun. I, I just finished up my first production week. And I am super into it. I'm having the greatest time. So uh, look forward to seeing that. I'll be talking more about that on my Patreon and on the YouTube. So that's yeah. excellent. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah that's super, super cool. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> this gas in my pad in about 48 hours. So you should be. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so Daffy for your level three upgrades, what, what did you go for? So with Daffy at level three, that's a really important time for Paladin because that's when I can take my sworn oath. Um, so I went with the Oath of the Ancients, um, something I've been alluding to before with Daffy is that she is very much so about nature and loving the trees and the planet and the earth. And that's basically what Oath of the Ancients binds her to is just upholding light and all that is good in the world and all things that give life. So it's gonna be really fun to, uh, bring that out some more with her character. Awesome. Daffy truly is the best of us. (laughs) <laughs> she is <laughs> alive, like figuratively and literally, because like we can... <laughs> well, in hindsight too, I'm not sure that you know it was 100 uh, characteristic for Daffy to support the burning down of that tree. Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was that was just a gnomeo running off. Running he was off super like yeah, he was certain he was going to do that. We didn't have any influence on that. <laughs> well, just, like, a tree or saving a little precious gnome baby. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Brand, we would do anything for that little oh, guy. Right. <laughs> Twerk Brand. Twerk yeah. Monster. So, as always, I was re-listening to the episode because I, I don't try to take any notes while I'm playing because I have enough stuff going on, so I try to take notes after the fact. And um, as I'm doing this, I just the amount of different names you can... I, so, there was one night that Jason definitely had way too much to drink, and he, he instead of just Twerk Brand or even any of the other names, he literally just called him Twerk Dick. <laughs> He's like, like well, we gotta go find that Twerk Dick guy. <laughs> just, I don't know, I lost it. Um, I'll mention what I was drinking. So I actually, I, I wanted to try out, so I haven't had a muddled old fashioned since I was in college, because that was Ooh. the way that everywhere made it. Um, but actually, you know what, it's a nice change of pace, especially because it's super hot today. So like, I kind of like the extra little bit of like sweetness from the orange. Uh, but I also grabbed bottle of Wild Turkey 101 because I saw, I think John Kranz was drinking it in the chat. So fresh nice. crack bottle for you, John. Oh my gosh, I have Wild Turkey 101 on hand at all times because that is uh, said boyfriend's drink of choice. He does that in a little bit of a Pepsi Zero to unwind from, you know, a hard day at work, that type of thing. So he's got good taste. Uh, yeah, it's I always keep it on hand too. This is actually a brand new bottle. So I, I did have a handle before this, um, but <laughs> I bought a smaller one this time. And when I say a bottle, I totally mean a handle. Okay. I always <laughs> have a handle in the house. It's good. Awesome. It's, it's, not, it's oh, always refreshing. It's wild that wild turkey was not well appreciated like 20 mm. years ago. 
Every totally. time I buy it at the liquor store, like there's always some older guy in the aisle, like, "Oh God, Wild Turkey 101." I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, I drank that in college. I threw up so many times because of it." <laughs> I, can't, I guess people just drink because it's high proof. I don't know. I, that would no. definitely in college for me. Everyone just drank Jack and Cokes or Fireball. Yeah, mm. Jack and Coke was definitely my my go to in college for sure. That's classier than any of my college go tos. Rubenoff. <laughs> Uh, Mad Dog 20, 2020, oh, that was wow. nasty. Oh, yeah. you went hard. <laughs> I went to Zoom yeah. Ass Slamhurst, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're not known for making classy drinking decisions or any of that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's also, also where my wife went. So. Oh. Hey, Katie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See, when I, mean, I was going through there. college, it was right in the middle of the big flavored vodka boom. Um, and everybody was drinking... Yeah, yeah cake vodka and blue yes. raspberry vodka i knew a kid who who would just sit there with a handle of blue raspberry vodka and a gallon of milk and just oh. switch oh, between oh. no <laughs> to be fair was it uv blue because i definitely drank a lot of yes it was, UV blue. <laughs> it was uv blue yeah yeah. I also, when I turned 21, the first thing we did was bought a bunch of mini bottles of all these different flavors of vodka. So we wanted to explore our palates. Oh, <laughs> man, those, those were not the days. When I turned 21, the first drink that I got was an Allagash White, and it was such a nice, refreshing beer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is that? Uh, it's I forget. A, it's a, a, a lager, right? It's very light. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was a cocktail or something. I was like, ooh, that sounds good. Oh, no. <laughs> it does sound like a good cocktail name, though. It, it does, does, for sure. Oh. <laughs> so I ended up going with the triple mash. Um, oh, how is I'm it? fully expecting this thing to pretty much just taste like a higher alcohol Jack Daniels, but I like, I can smell it from here and it definitely smells like JD, like even before actually smelling it. So I'm not going to well, do the story with that one, right? It's, oh, sorry. Hmm? It's like a blend of like three different of their products, right? It's like a, it's like their, their, I actually uh, know nothing about it. Um, <laughs> blend of bonded well, American I'll, I'll malt, what I know, but and Tennessee whiskeys. Yeah. All there right. you go. Yeah, so yeah they, no, they actually I, blended three different products together, like the mash bills, and like it's so it's like legitimately like a different product. It's not just like they like added a little bit of something to it. Like it's, I'm really curious. To, I haven't had it yet, so mm. little thinner than I'd expect at fifty, um, mm. but really good on the finish. Like heavy in the heavy with the rye. I'm curious what the rye uh, involvement is here. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to figure that out, but it's good. First mm. sip, like very good. This is, yeah. I sh short answer is I like it so far. And for the price, <laughs> right? It's only like like thirty ish, right? You know, it's funny. I didn't even look because I just saw them <laughs> and I know I knew I had to have them because if I don't do a review on them soon, then I'm like I've already basically missed the boat. So I, I did too. That's why I didn't yeah. buy it either. I know I missed yeah. the. <laughs> but I also am just like, yeah, people like it. Like people will always search for Jack Daniels. So, oh, yeah. sure. good point. I'm just yeah. reading some of the people in the chat, like um, what their go-to in college. Uh, Adriana at Whiskey Mountain says, whiskey sours are my go-to, um, but with mm. bottle mix. I drank a lot of those. That, mm. As I was learning that I liked whiskey, I definitely did a lot of that, but that was definitely wasn't my starting thing. Um, yeah, and then John Cran said, a plastic handle of vodka. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, there's a lot of that. I remember I did a lot of, what was it, Old Thompson and Clan McGregor. Because I, I, even mm. back then I was drinking whiskey. It was just really, really cheap whiskey. <laughs> Jason's here. Excellent. Hey, Jason. Jason. Hey, guys. Hey. Oh, hold on. I have him muted. Hold on. That's my fault. Oh, oh, yeah. We're live we right go. now, by the way. <laughs> yes, we are live, Jason. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> hey, well, take a minute. Take a breath. I'm sure you were hurrying. I appreciate it. Yes, um, I, was, I was rushing. Hopefully everything is good. Pour yourself a little drinky poo. And uh... <laughs> A drinky poo? <laughs> we're talking about all our college drinks that we drink. And then Ben says Captain Coke. Yeah. I like Captain yeah. Coke, though. I actually still drink that. 
Yeah. yeah. I know. Actually, I, I was talking about it. So I have a new boss for the 12th time in nine and a half years. <laughs> um, and uh, so, you know, I, I tend to have very similar conversations with a lot of them. But anyway, so we were talking about bourbon and he was like, you know, I really just like a Jack and Coke. And I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, that tells me a lot. But also, I really just like a Jack and Coke sometimes, like a lot of times, yeah. you know, or really, I've just, I'll take any bourbon I want to drop and dump it into some Coke. And it really just sits well. Sure. So, so Jason, um, only because we've all done it as well, except for me who didn't level up. Um, <laughs> talking about, so when you hit your third level as a character, you, you pick your, your path that's going to define your character for good. That's so without right. giving too much away about any of the, the individual things that you chose, how about if you let people know what which track you went down? So uh, out of all the choices, I did some research, and the, the one that seemed the most fun was an arcane trickster. Awesome. So <laughs> uh, the way it was kind of described, the way I read it, think magically enhanced sneaky thief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's pretty much right. Just yeah, what else so, needs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it plays well into my dark and mysterious <laughs> type of uh, type of persona. Um, there's a lot of like fun things I could do to help gain items for the crew, uh, and but you know, you guys will see it all in action as we play. But the arcane trickster definitely, you know, piqued my interest, and I was like, man, between the rogue being part elf and then getting the uh, getting this arcane trickster worked in character is badass unless you know before bill kills me with another moss creature <laughs> <laughs> so i was uh i was just saying i was i i really i often re-listen to the episodes and i i've decided to start back at the beginning because you guys are finally getting back to aloeth and i was like a, bit of, a bunch of stuff happened that i kind of forgot about um and so i was just listening to the episode with the fire ivy blight and you you just died on like where i was listening from <laughs> I mean, well, I imagine everybody here has, has heard that episode. So, yeah, and I was just like, boy, that that thing was really beefed up. I gave it like 20 hit points more than it should have had. <laughs> so, yeah, but that thing was murderous. It was. Yeah, it, it, was. Sure it was. was. It was. It was, and there was a lot of valor from from both Nobilis and Anomio. Unfortunately, Daffy uh, was constricted the whole time. So, magic. Just you booted that thing. All right, so. Since we're running running a bit late, let's just jump right into this. So, um, all right. When last we left our heroes, <clears throat> they had met a giant owl turned furbolg who seemed to turn the very ground against our heroes by summoning a giant moss blight, then promptly escaping through a subterranean tree within the owl bear cave. After defeating the monster, they recovered the body of a young dead rock gnome, exited the cave, uh, and then raced back to Aloith Harbor. Through a series of efforts made by the group, they were able to quickly get back to town without harassment, other than a couple of guards uh, questioning the time of their travel. As you arrive in Aloith Harbor, it's roughly 5.30 in the morning, and you are greeted by the same two guards that Anomio and Daffy met while arriving just days ago. So let me bring us over here. So you guys pull into the into Aloith Harbor, and you get stopped by a couple of guards that basically guard the entryway into Aloith Harbor. Um, so, they say, state your business in Aloith Harbor. We have come to catch a sheep across the sea. <laughs> well, then you came to the right place. Have, have you been here before? You guys, uh, actually, sorry, he, he starts to recognize you when you when you start to talk, uh, Anomio. He says, How could ah, he recognize me? I'm wearing a hat and mask this time. Oh, are you? 
Because <laughs> I'm okay playing into that, but I, I assumed that you had taken it off while you were writing. Oh, well then, yes, I am not wearing a half of mask this time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm totally cool making that like way way into a thing. All right, so anyway, um, so they say, oh, hey, uh, Red Sun in. What's going on? You uh, you coming back, huh? Oh, yes, yes. We had a little sojourn, but now we return, and we are so glad to be back here in Alloweth Harbor. He uh, he looks and he he kind of looks at the carriage. He says, "Where'd you get a carriage from?" Ah, uh, my my dear friend uh, Don Elfio lent it to me. We are very close, you see. I will return right. it to the to, to the stables forthwith. All right, uh, let's make a persuasion roll. Okay. Really hope I don't have to kill some guards. <laughs> okay, am I also still in disguise? Because I think that was like one of the last things I did. Uh, so, I got a nine. You got a nine. Um, so let let's kind of pause to to re refresh. So, <laughs> as you guys were racing to here, I probably should have had you tell me. But so, you had met up with those guards who you convinced that uh, Nobilis, you are in or were in a disguise. If you are still in the disguise, it would be good to know. Um, oh, are these the same guards that we saw on the road? No, they are not. Sorry, I'm, oh, I'm okay, being, good, either good, I'm all good, over good. the place or maybe I'm not being clear. So. You guys pass those guards on the road who basically guard it from highwaymen. So you have pulled in, you left them a little while ago. You've pulled into Alloweth Harbor, but the two guards that are stationed here are the same ones that you saw when you first entered, where you like tossed them a coin because they said that you, oh. you didn't look like you could afford the Red Sun Inn. Um, so gotcha. I'm not I'm not in. I, I took the disguise off. You took the disguise off. All right. So everybody basically looks like yourselves, um, except for. Anomio, who is not wearing his disguise. Okay, so you look. I am. I am Anomio, but not Nora. <laughs> okay, <fair. laughs> All right. So, um, with a nine, so they they're something's fishy about your story. So they start kind of walking around the the carriage. Um, they're kind of looking to see what what you have in the carriage, and uh, they notice a cape covered lump kind of in the back of the carriage. And they, they look down and they say, what are you, what are you transporting? Oh, it is a very, very sad story, my friends. You <laughs> see, uh, we are, we are coming back to other with under less than happy circumstances. Uh, a family member of good Don Elfio has passed in, in, in most horrendous fashion. And it, it would be, I know he would be so, so grateful. If you would let us pass and, and take the poor poor wealth to his family, uh, we, we, we must be on our way. Oh, let's make a, another persuasion roll with disadvantage this time. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. A disadvantage. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Ooh, wow. Okay. 15 and 18. All right, all right. All right. So with a with a fifteen, uh, so he's he does take a look underneath the, the cape and he does see a dead body, which he he had met an um, Elfiel recently, who is a gnome. No, he's an elf, isn't he? I don't recall. Let's just I, let's just say he's a gnome because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he's your he's your guy. I don't know if you remember. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, whatever he's whatever I say he is. <laughs> His name is Elfiel, so it makes sense that he'd be a gnome. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, 
Boy, this is this is going well. Thank you, everybody, for actually continuing to watch this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, they did meet Elfiel a couple of days ago, and they they would know that he, uh, you know, he's a man of wealth. Maybe not too many questions need to be asked. Uh, so they decide to let you on their way. However, as you are riding past, um, Cardin, the the owner of the Golden Forest Stables, actually comes out. And he sees the carriage and he says oh so you brought my carriage back uh not sure why you tied bed rolls to the wheels but otherwise it looks like it's in fine shape you, uh, uh, you know uh, we uh <laughs> we had a little we had a split wheel on the way and uh, this was the easiest way to fix it don't ask too many questions you just you, you take the carriage back now okay bye bye <laughs> <laughs> so that the guard, uh, the guards kind of eye this whole situation. And they, they just kind of turn around and ignore you. But Cardin, um, he he kind of looks at the wheel underneath the. He's it's, the wheel's not split. What? I don't even want to know. Is everything in good shape? <laughs> the horse has been fed. Everything okay? Yes, my friend. You have nothing to fear. You have done. No, no. I mean, Anomio, whoever I am. A great service, and I wink <laughs> and I throw him a coin. <laughs> okay, uh, whatever coin you you decide to throw him, uh, I will. Uh, I will throw him a silver piece. He looks at it, kind of like disgusted. Like <laughs> he, he like three silver pieces. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, all right. So he take he takes the three silver pieces, puts them in his pocket, and he just kind of looks at you. He's like, all right, consider our debt my debt paid uh what's with the body you do not want to ask too many questions my friend i'm about to I'm, about to I'm about to jump out of this crate this freaking carriage, carriage <laughs> and you see you see my my friend my dark humored friend he does not <laughs> like questions and I'm about uh, to, it would I'm about be to, I'm about to intimidate i'm about to intimidate this little guy <laughs> I, w I only want the best for you. I, I trust trust me when I say this. Uh, he's he's more he's more likely just not interested in knowing anything. But he does say, <laughs> I don't want to know. But if you need a healer, you can go to the Temple of Eros and find Gonathan. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. Oh, okay. Didn't know that was and, an option. But okay, sounds great. <laughs> and he turns around and uh, he, well, actually, he doesn't turn. He goes over, he collects the horses and the carriage, and he starts walking them back into the Golden Forest stables. All right. Now I we mean, just have to carry a body through town. I mean, is this, <laughs> I mean, he's pretty dead, isn't he? Okay. I mean, I mean yeah, but like, <laughs> if it's worth a shot, I'd rather not tell his parents that that's happened. And All right. Yeah. I, mean, I guess, I guess it's worth it to see a healer. I guess you never know what kind of crazy harry potter shit they can do <laughs> <laughs> so be be uh so just a reminder it's about 5 30 in the morning so it's still very early there's really nobody else on on the roads um you suspect that maybe maybe either Cardin was up early with the horses or just the noise kind of alerted him to you so you're saying friends. it's going to be like a weekend of bernie situation with this dead body and we will I'm, say gonna, I'm gonna give him a piggyback ride and we'll put a hood <laughs> over him and just be like doo -doo -doo. <laughs> I feel like this is some bizarro episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> so, all, all I can say is you you know you know what the situation is. Let me know what you'd like to do. 
Uh, maybe I mean, I'd, I'd like to go before his parents, like, you know, run into his parents. I'd like to maybe try to heal her just in case. Okay. Yeah, yeah. let's let's uh, let's run him over there. Maybe we, uh, yeah, let's, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Let's take him to the temple to Euros and see if anybody is up early enough to help him. 5.30 is not that early. True. For a yeah. healer. For a right. healer, it's not. <laughs> They're probably <laughs> meditating or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> They're priests. All right, so... They pick it up. So tell me what are, are you? Tell me how you're getting there. Like, what are you doing? How far away is it? First of all, so you are, you know, there. You're where you are. Basically, this is the Temple of Eros right here. So it's it's not super far. I mean, at this scale, it's not five feet per square, but it's uh, you know, it's probably only like maybe a quarter mile walk, maybe, probably not even. So call it like a five minute walk. All right, well, since it's early, I would assume that there's not too many people on the way, but I say we just walk over there immediately. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, I think it's good that it's early. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So just describe the situation. Are you carrying timber? Well, I think, are you... uh, yeah, I think we're going to, I think Nobilis is uh, more than man enough to uh, carry him for us. So Do I'm carrying him a, like on my uh... back. Like, are, are we like pretending that it's not? A body? We're or pretending like... it's like just a sack of potatoes. Okay, <laughs> I'm carrying the sack of potatoes under my arm. Yeah, I think we're too far gone to pretend it's not what it is at this point. <laughs> we probably shouldn't have told them that it was a body, but you know. I mean, I didn't. I just decided to just be honest. I'm gonna. Uh, we just gotta go for it. Okay. Well, I, I will still carry. I will still carry him, but with a little more dignity than a sack of potatoes. Okay. I will. I will have carry okay. him over my shoulder. Oh, do it go. like in Harry Potter, like when Hagrid has to hold Harry's, like he's pretending to be dead. Remember Aww. that? And he cradles him like uh, a like swaddling. Yeah. yeah. God, my heartstrings. I'm just thinking of the the Infinite Crisis splash page where Superman's got Supergirl and he's like, "Oh my ah! god!" Yeah. <laughs> so does that I mean, set the scene enough for you, Bill, with the cradling <laughs> and the screaming? It depends. I, I heard carrying him like a sack of potatoes. I heard no, no. screaming and, and carrying the him. potatoes idea. I, I just carry him like yeah, cradling him. Yeah, and cradle him. Just and, going over oh, there yeah. as quickly as possible so we try so, to avoid running into any other people. Yeah. So you are walking in the open down the street carrying a dead child. No, no, let's go through the alley. Let's, no, let's I, yeah, let's go I'm behind. not suggesting, I'm just I'm <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm looking, there's a nice little space right there where that where that oak like tree right is. Yeah. And behind, yeah, and behind the drunken seal. I say we try to go in that way. Yeah, yeah. Through the, I like that idea. By the and flying buttresses. And if, there's a, and if there is a lock, Alessio can pick that shit. <laughs> We're just breaking into the church. <laughs> Just like you, we just bust on and like heal this boy. We got a dead body. Heal this kid. All right. So just because I I want to know what you're, I'm still trying to figure out how you are trying. Are you being stealthy? Are you walking plain? Are you trying to avoid people? Are you trying we're to look nonchalant? What are you definitely doing? trying? We're definitely trying to avoid people. We don't want to alert anyone in the town and get the message back to, um, uh twerk uh twerk brand's parents yeah okay so we're, we're we're being stealthy enough like we're we're being quick and we're quickly okay. darting off the main road i think so i would i would like everybody to roll a stealth check we're gonna do a, a group stealth check oh, oh, boy. here we go baby. Stealthiness. that's not good <laughs> good job rogue <laughs> yeah right. seriously the rogue rolls a three Holy crap, you rolled a 3 and you still got a 10. You rolled, uh, let's see, so Alessio rolled a 10, Anomio rolled a 6, Nautilus rolled a 14, and Daffy 
rolled an 18. Uh, so I, AF. So also, I'm carrying a, a body with me, so like I, I'm a little, you know, get some leeway. That's okay. There. Yeah, that's all right. I I think you're you're strong enough. Like he's not weighing you down. It's just you know this is a, a thing. So obviously, um, with a group check like that, I would say that you guys actually are able because it's still so early in the morning, and you're not like, you don't look like you're covered in blood or anything like that. You are able to make it to the temple of Uros, no problem. Nice. Um, so let me put you over here. Whoa. Uh, so I know you went behind, uh, but just because. Okay, so you've made it to the Temple of Uros. Let's chat real quick and, like, what are we going to tell the healer? Like, are we going to tell them the truth? Or are we going to, you know... Well, I mean, I think, I, I, I think for the, and for the sake and the health of the child, we should tell the healer exactly what happened, why we went on the quest to find this child. Mm. Um, and we didn't we weren't we don't know how he actually died yeah, we, just we don't know how him. he died we just we just found him in the tentacles of a monster okay and tried to yeah. save him and we're not exactly sure what happened but we wanted to bring him back Agreed. Sounds the, book, good to me. the book i can show the healer too Ooh. in case he's able to open it good wow call. thank you oh yeah good call good call Daphne. so should we do we knock do we do we knock is that how it works? Do, do we just try the door first? Maybe we should just try the door. Maybe they have a door. We should just try the door first before we have to knock. All right. So the door is currently locked. All right. Dickity knock knock. Should right. we all like be there? Yeah, I guess we might as well. Okay. So uh, you knock on the door. A uh, moment later, you the door oh. opens and a man steps out. He's uh he's wearing full male uh, armor. He it's definitely or what's the word? It is not ordained. It's ornate, as if it's uh, like ceremonial. It's it does not look like it's ever seen battle, um, but it's blue and it's got these like lightning bolts kind of across the across the the armor itself. He's got a blue cape on, which also has just a, a semblance of almost like a sheen as it moves. Damn. Um, and he introduces himself. He says, "Hello, my name is Gonathan. Welcome to my temple, and welcome to Uros. What can I do for you?" Uh, we have a situation. We have a child. Okay. We have a child who has yeah. Should I we bro, should, let's let's go? Yeah, maybe step maybe step inside. Can we come on in. We need your come help. On. Come in. Maybe come in. in. Let's. Jonathan. Let's discuss. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll, uh, so you guys are carrying Tinbrin with you. Um, yes. Jackie keeps like rotating her token or something. That's weird. <laughs> I saw right. that. No, just, I, I don't know just what's spinning in pace. It's literally it was doing that, and I'm like, okay, well, if she wants to be dizzy, then that's. Her. <laughs> just around. Just like, All right, uh, I'm just gonna drag you in because <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on. All right, anyway, so he he looks, he says. I can I can tell why you're here. Tell me what happened to the boy. Um. Well, uh, you see, there was a wizard, and uh, or a druid, a druid, and uh, he made a moss monster. And uh, well, you know, the boy, he was. I am doing a terrible job explaining. Daffy, would you help? <laughs> <laughs> I can try. So listen, we found, we we wanted to find this little gnome boy, and we wanted to find him alive, preferably, but instead we found him wrapped up in this moss flight, 
and he was in this cave that had a mysterious magical tree and this ugly fur bulb thingy wingy that left and we found this book can you read this book and can, can you help <laughs> <laughs> and kathy's saying all this like she's saying it so fast that like she's like <laughs> like panting as she's trying to get it all out like all the pertinent information because she knows that time could be of the essence here and we want to make sure that we can do everything we can for this little dude okay uh so he <laughs> sorry that was just a lot um a lot. <laughs> uh he, he looks at you, Daffy, he says, Are you with the Verdant Knights of the Ancients? Yes, why, yes, I am. All right, step in, step in. Why don't you pick up the boy and carry him up to the uh, to the altar here? Absolutely. Uh, I, know, I don't think you actually can, so I'll just grab him for you. <laughs> so as you walk up to the altar... Um, you notice that this is pretty cool. There's there's this uh, not rushing. There's there's flowing water that's coming out of these these spots behind the altar, and it kind of flows down. And it looks like whoever preaches here stands within the water and and addresses the crowd. Um, there's a drain kind of at the end, so the water falls down there. And and you actually oddly enough don't hear the water crashing into anything uh, at the bottom of the the drains. Um, so Gonathan walks over and he, he, well, just, it's hard to do all this, but he's going to grab, uh, Tinbrin from, from your hands, Daffy. He picks up the body of Tinbrin and he gently, uh, he, he walks him over to the, to the edge of the water and he, you notice that despite his armor, he's actually wearing sandals and he slips out of his sandals and he, he goes into the water and he places Tinbrin in the water. Um, as he pushes him down beneath the water, you note the clear lack of a struggle on any sign or any sign of breath, and it weighs heavily on the room. You see Gonathan step back, and he pulls from his cloak a diamond that's clear and sparkling. He bends down and he places it on Tinbrin's chest, and the, the diamond almost seems to disappear underneath the water. And he stands back up and he says, he looks up at the sky, and you see that there's a hole in the ceiling of the temple. Um, just, it's very clearly there on purpose. It's a big circle. And he says, Lord Urus, or sorry, Urus, master of thunder and wave, hear me this day. Pluck this boy from the depths of the astral sea and may your current guide him to the shores of the material plane. Gonathan steps Amen. forward. <laughs> Gonathan steps forward back into the water and places his hand on the chest of Tinbrand. He then removes a mace from beneath his robes. The mace is made of metal, rock, and adorned with shells and pieces of coral. He holds the mace above his head, and a crack of lightning strikes down through the open roof of the temple, striking the weapon. Whoa. The lightning forks across the room. You hear the crackle of electricity, and you smell the air burning. A blinding light fills the room, and then you see them. Two small creatures, humanoid, but appearing to be composed entirely of electricity. Bluish-white lightning arcs in small bursts from their body, and you hear a booming voice coming from above the temple that says... Prove to me that he is worth it. And I want you all to enter combat. Right. Oh my Whoa. god. Uh, of course everything's gonna kill us. We of thought we course. came to church to just like, you know, like heal this child and so yeah. I would like I mean, you Jonathan, all... Jonathan is basically Lionel from Thundercats going Thundercats. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, so, I always love Panthro. Is some is Panthro gonna show up? <laughs> I, I, think we're, I think we're about to fight Panthro. <laughs> so as as you are all preparing yourself for battle, you notice that uh, Gonathan is actually staying down next to Tinbrand, and you you see his his eyes are glowing blue and white and shooting sparks out of them. You get the feeling that he's concentrating on a spell to bring Tinbrand back to life. So okay, so we'll leave him alone. I was going to say, like, okay, he's on our side, it sounds we'll like. Let, we'll let Jonathan do his thing. So, uh, Nobilis, Alessio, and Anomio, um, I don't see a roll from you. Uh, oh, is that oh, what you so meant by I got uh, that much. Initiative. An 11. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, we got a, we're rolling initiative? Yes. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh... Okay, so it looks like everybody got it in. Okay, excellent. Um, all right, so up first is, uh, so these, these creatures, they look like something that you're familiar with, although a different, different breed. You're aware of these creatures called methods that are typically used as elemental familiars or potentially uh, to, to attack um, used in defense, but these appear to be completely comprised of lightning. Um, so the first one up is, we're going to begin combat, uh, this guy on the top left here. So, Nobilis, you are the closest to him, and he is going to make a... He's going to fly up, so they're they're airborne. He's going to fly up to you, and he's going to use Shocking Grasp on you. Rude. Okay. Shocking <laughs> Grasp. Oh, God. So, uh, he he does not hit um, at all, actually. So, he, he kind of... Maybe he's a little jarred from suddenly spurring into life, but uh, he's he's not able to do anything. So he's actually going to use the rest of his movement to kind of scooch over here. Nobilis, you are up. I think I'd like to give him a, a, a piece of his own medicine. I would like to use Shocking Grasp on our, our friend here. Okay. Oh, oh, look at that. Let's see what happens. Hopefully I can touch lightning. <laughs> uh, so an 18 to hit, uh, but he is completely immune to lightning <sighs> damage. Had to try it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, well, in that in that case, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna stay. I'm gonna stay here right now. Um, but yeah, in my All turn. Right. Excellent. Uh, let's get some let's get some battle music going on here. Mm, yeah. yeah, man. Let's rock it. All right. So this will this will kick up in a sec. So Alessio, you are up. Oh God. Um. Hmm. I want to do so he tried with lightning yeah should not have. <laughs> i feel That's like okay. I, don't want to, I feel like i don't want to get too close to these guys since they're made of lightning i don't want to get electrocuted um i'm gonna try to shoot at him with my bow okay and see what happens which one are you shooting at the one that's closer to me here on my right top right cool top right yep all right, so I'm going to roll with my short bow and see what this does. All right, a 15 will hit. So you do eight points of damage. Oh, All right. Excellent. So the, uh, the, the something between the metal of the arrow and the way this thing is conducting electricity, it, you see it kind of short a little bit as the arrow passes through it, but you get the impression that you've done some damage. Okay. Hmm. All right, anything else? um no not right now all right so uh coming now to the next uh to the lightning methods turn he's going to fly down here and he's going to look at you alessio 
and he is going to make a lightning breath attack uh, towards you. So he is going to hit both you and Daffy, potentially. And uh, you both need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Come on. You can do it. All right. All right. Uh, oh, so, uh, yeah. so you both save, and so you both take. Um, whoops. So you both take half damage, uh, and he does. So you both take four damage. Four. Right. Okay. Yep. All four right. damage. All right, and uh, that will be the end of his turn. So up next is Anomio. Oh, all right. Well, I shall. I'll run over here, and as I cross the the line of the pew, I genuflect because I am a good Eurothelic, you know, Papa, Iho, Spiritus Sancti. <laughs> and then I run across and hit him with my magic weep. Awesome. <laughs> I was very confused. <laughs> magic weep? Oh! Oh, oh, oh my gosh, look at that damage too. Fantastic. Alright, so 22 six. definitely hits, and you do uh, 15 points of damage. Wow. Damn. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are you choosing so that, that actually Oh I have to choose whether choose well I might as well choose to to use it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Uh so 15 damage to uh this lightning method. Well done. Alright. So uh nice. the um the the whip wraps around it and you see the barbs actually this is the first time you're seeing this extremely large thorns erupt from this whip as it wraps around him and you see it kind of right into it and uh you shouldn't feel it because it's electricity but somehow maybe because it's magic it's able to you know injure this this thing so well done anything else all right uh nope that is it all right daffy you are up Okay, um, I I think I would like to move on the other side, so I want to be flanking this one that Noblis is next to, uh, if okay. I can get the character icon to drag over there, there we go, um, and I will attempt to use my sword against it. Okay, oh, go for it. Okay. 14, does that do anything? Uh, sorry, the music again. I was like, what, is that the music? I, I, yeah, was, I, I thought it was somebody having like pots and pans in the back. Um, so 14 <laughs> does fourteen does hit, and again, the metal from your sword really seeming to mess with the electrical fields around this thing, and it does hit uh, for full damage. So, you do five points of damage. Sweet. Right. Anything else? Uh, no, I will wait there and be ready to attack again next turn. Oh, you know what, Molly? I think somebody's just got some some feedback coming through. Um, if somebody's not wearing headphones, maybe that's what it is uh, for the music. Um, that's a pretty sick beat if it, if it was just through the <laughs> headphones. Man. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, up next is the first method here. Um, so he is uh, he's <laughs> in rough shape right now. Um, so he is going to use another shocking grasp. This time he's going actually he's going to still attack you, Novelis. Um, ah. Of course. So let's do this. So a 12. Does a 12 hit you? That does not hit. 
it does not hit you. All right, so he's he's fading out of existence due to the amount of damage he's suffered. And as he actually reaches around your neck, his his fingers just kind of disappear, and he doesn't get any grasp on you. All right, up next is Novelis. All right, I think you know I'm seeing that he's reacting very intensely with these like you know physical attacks. So I think I'd like to use my daggers on him and try stabbing him a couple times. Okay. And I believe I can use both of them, right? Because I have one in each hand. They're equipped right now. Oh, I always forget or how no. this works. I don't. I don't <laughs> think you have proficiency in finesse. Okay, I wasn't. Let's sure. say. Let's say no for now. Um, okay. I'm gonna make a note to friggin' finally okay. figure out how that works. Sounds it's, good. I'll it's just weird use one on it. Yeah. Well, that works. <laughs> so <laughs> you uh you hit for twenty twenty four and uh, four points of damage. Um, so you stab it with the knife. And he does die. However, oh. as he as he dies, uh, he does what's called a death burst. So um, anybody within a fifteen foot radius of him, which is Daffy and Nobilis and Anomio, make a twelve. Uh, uh, sorry, make a DC saving throw. A Dex or um, Dex. Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. I was like DC. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That's why I said DC, because uh, I just saw the 8. Uh, uh, oh, I got a 10. So I, got, I got 12. Man, all right, you so, all so, nine, eight, nine. Okay. So uh, Anomio and Daffy um, both take full damage, which is 9 points of damage. And okay. uh, Nobilis, you take 4 points of damage. Okay. And he is dead. All right. Up next, Alessio. All right, well, since that guy's dead, I'm just, I'm the only dude hanging out with this guy. Um, so I, I think I want to, so I am within, how far am I away from him? Uh, 10 feet. Or, yeah, 10 feet. 10 feet. All right, so I'm going to move closer to him. Does that count as my action? Nope. To move? No. All right. I want to move here, and I'm going to cast my new spell called Booming Blade. Ooh. Nice. All right, so I'm going to use Booming Blade. Let's see here. All right. Right oh, there. So you brandish the weapon used in spells casting and make a melee attack with it uh, against one creature within five feet of you. On a hit, the target suffers from the weapon's attack, normal effects, and then becomes sheathed in booming energy until the start of your next turn. If the That's target right. willingly moves five feet or more before then, the target takes 1d8 thunder damage. Okay, cool. So this basically puts him in like a like a sound prison. Yep. <laughs> cool. Yeah, kind of like locks yeah. kind of like locks him into this world of pain. All right. <laughs> You're entering a world of pain. Agnomio, my brother. <laughs> I use the rapier. Ah, of course, my rapier brother. What else would you use? Let's roll it and find is, out. Is Booming Blade a bonus action? Um, here. Booming Blade is a, well, it's a cantrip. Right. Um, it is an weapon. action. It's a full action. It's, it's a full a, action. Yeah, it's, one, it's a full action, yep. Right, so you that's that's your action for this turn. All right, so mm. that's my action. Correct. All right, so I can't, I can't, um, I can't hit him again. All right. No, but you can get your rapier ready for your next turn. 
All right, I got it ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. So he is currently encased in a uh, in a, a thing of booming sound, I guess. Cool. So yep. he's up next. So he is going to see if let's see if he recharges his lightning breath. Oh, he does. So he recharges his lightning breath. He's going to make a lightning breath attack against you, Alessio. Of course. Uh, you're the only one within his range. Yep. Uh, so uh, make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw. I shouldn't. I gotta get away from telling you guys what the DC is. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, just no. like I read. Oh, oh no. All right, so you take nine points of damage. Risky whiskey? Or... Risky whiskey it. <laughs> It's nine. I'll, I'll take the hit. No. <laughs> All right. Um, by the way, that booming blade—that's that's, that's uh, like thunder, right? Or something. Like yeah. What what kind of? Okay, so it's damaged thunder. So he's actually immune. To, well, he's immune to lightning, but not thunder. Okay, so never mind. Thunder. I don't know if that's. Uh, I don't know if well, that's. Uh, yes, the, those are different things. So okay. Um, yeah. All right. Whiskey Mountains called that out and made me think. All right, mm. anyway, so you take nine points of damage. Cool. Anything else? That's my turn, actually. So never mind. Anomio, you're up. Okay. Well, uh, it is time to re relieve this second method of its life. I am going to... Uh, ooh, I'm not going to be able to quite make it. So I shall run across to here, pausing to genuflect in front of the altar, as I do. <laughs> <laughs> potato chips, sarsaparilla, and holy, I don't know, uh, sandwich. Holy cheese. <laughs> holy <guacamole. laughs> and, uh, well, that'll be my bonus action, so I won't switch to my crossbow, but next time I will. Awesome. All right, so, uh, so you, you jump, um, actually, so Daffy, you see Anomio jump up on top of one of the pews. He runs across the top, very uh, almost like Naruto run across the top. <laughs> <laughs> Jumps down, genuflex, says some weird stuff, and now it's your turn. What are you doing? Something about um, a sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the music is still super loud for me, just so you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I guess I'll just use my sword again. That's what right. I'm going to go for, yeah. So, well, the guy right in front of you is dead. Oh, shoot. How did I miss that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. The Benadryl's kicking in. Um... No, that's okay. I, I was just about to say, give give Molly some some benefit tonight. Cut me some stuff. slack, y'all. It's yeah. been it's been a time here. Um, oh, what do I want to do? Maybe I should... All right, I'm just going to reposition myself uh, so I am closer. I'll be right next to Anomio. Um, and I don't know. I wish I wish I could lay hands on, on myself, but I can't. So Why not? Um, I, I already used that up. I haven't had a short rest. Oh, okay. Week. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll just ready an attack for next turn. All right. Up next is Nobilis. Uh Well, first, I will be pouring myself some Long Branch because I'm mm -hmm. on the Wild Turkey Kick tonight. And while you're doing that, so the Jack Daniels Triple Mash, definitely better than the Bonded, at least from first impressions. Mm. That's what I've um, heard. What, do you like the Bonded at all? Uh, I'm not sure yet. It, it was 
it was lackluster at first, but I also I wasn't paying that much attention drinking it like the first sip of the first one where I actually thought about it. Hmm. I don't know. Gotcha. Um, okay. So what, so what are you up to, Noblis? Um. So now that that guy's dead, I'm gonna reposition myself just to get a little more, you know, middle of the action. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I would like to. That was very there. This should be enough. Okay. Um, and I'd like to um, use Eldritch Blast on our uh, lightning friend. All right. Roll that sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I targeted myself. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Uh, do, do, do. All right. Here we go. Oh, oh nice. no. Oh, um, well. So, oh yes. You, so, you could either... So, you crit You crit failed with your roll, which means it's going to hit Alessio. Oh, no. Or this pour that I just gave myself. Literally <laughs> 10 seconds or ago. you could risky whiskey. <laughs> Please don't hit me. <laughs> All right. Take risky two. Whiskey. So right, time, let's, time let's... goes backwards a little bit, and you're like, long branch. So. <laughs> Thank God it was long branch. I mean, it's only, yeah. uh, what is it, 43, so 86 yeah. proof. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this I could do it. All right, so Noblis, roll your Eldritch right. Blast again. Let's let's try that again. Oh, there we one. go. Oh, hey. yeah. <laughs> that was That's worth it. Better. A 20, 20 23. Hit, and you do 13 points of damage, which is exactly what it had left. So mm. uh, it is going worth to... It explode oh god in a death burst oh, um I got too close so to let's see five ten so Nobilis, alessio and anomio um ah. you all need to make a dexterity saving throw mm-hmm. all right yes risky whiskey <laughs> uh yours got in my way oh i got a oh there you go one. yeah so yeah. uh anomio you take no damage um uh, Nobilis, you are going to take nine points of damage, and uh, Alessio, okay. you take four points of damage. And and this, this has happened after he died, right? This is like his dying thing. Like he he basically when you kill him, he explodes. That's his whole thing. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. All right. I might need uh, some, uh, I'm only down to three hit points. I might need some room in that fire and that in that bath of life. <laughs> <laughs> So you, uh, as as the the final lightning method uh, explodes, you see them both kind of fade and fade away, and uh, another another charge of lightning comes from the ceiling, and it strikes oh it strikes Gonathan's mace again, and goes right into Tinbrin's chest. You see the diamond shatter, and you hear Tinbrin, or you see you t- sorry you see Tinbrin's body convulse. And kind of fold in half, and you see water erupt out of his mouth, and he takes a big, deep breath right above the surface of the water. And Gonathan grabs him underneath the the back, and holds him. And Tinbrin starts coughing. Hey, what? He's alive. Well done. Twinkie yeah. <laughs> so, Brand is alive. Tinbrin opens his eyes. <laughs> Tinbrin opens his eyes very, very slowly, and you notice. That although he shares the blue eyes that his sister has, he's got these strange little white flecks in them that almost appear to be sparking. Um, so he yells out, he's, he goes, Amy! And then he just kind of lets his body relax and he tilts his head towards you, Nobilis. And uh, he, he says, thank you. 
Aww. You're the you're the closest one to him, so he sees. Oh, it. I was like, "What did I do?" Oh, <laughs> I mean, oh. No, you did carry him. So. I did carry him. Maybe he was yeah. like unconscious. Like he was like he was. What do you call it? Like whenever you're like comatose. Well, it's just like when you see yourself from above, like when you're like oh, they say you're body. projection. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we saw that happen. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So he is. He appears to be be good, and he's he's now sitting under his own power. Gonathan is still kneeling in the water, um, just kind of there to, to support him. And he looks up and he says, you've, you've done well by Uros. He challenged you and you were found worthy, and he returned this boy. Praise to Uros. Can he heal us now? <laughs> what, do we have to what do we have to fight for that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he he says, uh, I mean, do you, do you want him to heal you? He certainly can. Uh, but no, no, we can you. just go take a nap. I don't need you to fight another uh, uh, lightning demon. I was going to say, as soon as I said that, my lights turned off behind me, so I'm getting a little freaked out now. So I'm like, <laughs> just like looking down on me, like not in a good way. He's like, don't you dare tempt me. I'm like, I'm good. I think we'll be due for a rest at the inn after this, but I mean, first, like, I, I want to talk to Tinbrin and see what he remembers. Excellent. So Tinbrin begins to tell you the story of how he was separated from his family when an owl bear attacked their camp. He was with his family for a while when he noticed that Amy was missing, so he turned around to look for her and noticed that now his family had left him behind. And he had to make a choice whether to go backwards for Amy or to continue on with his family, and he chose the former. So he went trying to find Amy, but as he was looking for her, he saw a large owl in the woods, which flew down to him. And he says it was very strange. The owl turned into a furbolg, which I'd only ever heard stories of. I didn't realize they lived in the Copper Groves. And uh, the furbolg was very friendly. Uh, he told me his name was Faro Rainblossom. And after speaking for a while, the furbolg and him sat down to have some tea in the forest, which uh, and try to think of a plan to try to find Amy. After drinking the tea, he felt... He felt very tired and ended up falling asleep. And the next thing he knew, he was covered with dirt and moss, and he was apparently attacking you guys. He has some recollection of being one with the moss blight. Mm -hmm. All right, Tim See, Brand. this is why I don't trust hippies, man. Well, I mean, <laughs> Tim Brand, one lesson you need to learn is just because a nice man offers you tea, you don't get into the van with a nice man with candy, you know? Like... <laughs> and he, he he says i've i've definitely learned my lesson and uh gonathan says if you would be so kind as to let tinbrin's family know that he is here i will keep him here and i will keep him safe he needs to recover mm. okay yeah of course uh so then uh so gonathan actually says can you can you tell me what you're doing here in Alawith Harbor. How did you, how did you, but you, you told him the story of how you found Tinbrand. Um He says, uh, what are you, what are you doing here in, in the harbor? Uh, should we tell him about the owlbear? <laughs> well, uh, I think he means more, why are I mean, we, we all, here? We all kind of, yeah, we all met under strange circumstances and together decided to venture on a quest. A quest to find Tinbrand and, and hunt for the owlbear. We found uh, the owlbear. We found the owlbear. We struck him down and kept going before until we found Tinbrand. 
And then we decided and... once we found his body to take him back here to his family. Were did you see this furbolg that Tinbrin speaks of? We did. Uh, yes, I burned down his house. I enjoyed it mightily. Up close and personal. <laughs> so Gonathan laughs a bit and he says, "Ha! Surely he deserved it." And uh, what? What of the owl bear? You 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 killed it. Do you? Uh, were you able to? We have to. We okay. took his feathers to prove his death. Excellent. And and what next for you? Uh well, I we're guess we're done. We ship. can head out. Uh, was that, we're like, yeah, we're we're boarding a ship to head out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Once we yeah once we talk to uh, Tinbrand's parents, maybe rest a little bit. We're gonna set sail. Excellent. Excellent. So, have you heard about Uros? Have, has anybody ever told you of of the the Storm Lord? Yes. Praise be to Uros. I was like, oh god, we're about to get like missionaried up in here. Story, the story, the story of the you. <laughs> <laughs> I am a devout, I am a devout Eurotholic, amongst other things. That's a word. Yes, yes. People say that I sound European. Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> says, "Yes, clerics for my order go to the university." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know that's one, funny because I thought I thought they would be urologists. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, no, no, no. You're looking for the eunuchs. <laughs> I'm just right, glad this done. child is not still dead while we're sitting here making these jokes. I yeah. know. <laughs> well, I heard he is a doctor, so he can also check my Uranus. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right. Anyway, back back to the moment. <laughs> so, um, Jonathan says, I, "I'm not meaning to push my god on you. That's not my intent. But Uros delivers me messages from time to time. Have you have you? Uh, you said you haven't heard. So sometimes I have premonitions of boats sinking, and uh, I just did you have one? Just surrender. I haven't. I have." <laughs> It, well, so learns to know. Sorry, this, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to do this with you guys. Like making me laugh. <laughs> I like. I like the idea that he only has dreams about boats sinking. Like no other dream. There we go. Mentioned boat, and guess uh, what? I right. dream about boat sinking. <laughs> I'm muting you all. No. All right. So let let me go back because this just this is in character. So he said he yeah. says. I have dreams occasionally, premonitions of boats sinking, and I want to be there when you when you ship off. If you can find me, I will bless your ship and uh, ensure that it is not one that Uros has given me a premonition of. Yeah. Ideal, yeah. ideal. I mean, yeah, you you saved uh, twerk twerk butt, so let's uh, we'll definitely come boy, we'll come find you. <laughs> Sorry. What? Just, uh, that's well, no, no, it's not twerk butt. I, it's it's like, twerk on dick. That's what it is. How does how does Timber respond to us sitting here calling him twerk I butt? Know. I don't. I don't. I never know whether you guys are talking in character or not. Is, are, you, are you truly calling him twerk butt to his face? Is that character? Like, how do I work with this? Complex. He's, he's like, yeah, my name's cool. Stocks. So why can't I? Have Pretty a soon, I'm just gonna start taking everything literally and people are going to respond to you and just start stabbing. 
All right. So anyway, what would you like to do? Well, I say we go. Uh, like you said, we let's let's go. We might as well go find. Um, we might as well go find Tinburn's parents so we sure. can tell him where he is and that he's safe. And then I need to get a drink from our friend, the bartender, because I think we deserve it. Yeah. And then it's time to go. Yeah, hit up the old fang and feather, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, before. Wait, wait. As as we start to walk away, though, <laughs> I want to I want to turn around and and walk back to Tinbrand, and I I want to walk up to him and be like and then say to him, my little friend, I appreciate that you wanted to defend your family. I know this pain, and I know this urge, but one must be careful, and one must know how to do so. We are very small, and we live in a very large world, and it takes a lot of courage to do that. I'd like you to have this. I, uh, it's my weep. You should take it. Learn to use it. Learn to protect yourself. I fear that you may need it. And uh, one day, when maybe you are a little larger and a little stronger, you and I, you and I shall do great things, my small friend. We surely shall. And I give him my weep as a token. Excellent. So wow. he, Wait, do any of us hear this? Yeah, like, are we just standing here while this is well, happening? So, so I feel like I Daffy specific... would just have a tear in her eye, like, like, <laughs> goodness, how, how lovely. I mean, Anomio specifically was saying as you guys were walking away, he went back. So it's completely up to you whether you stopped to listen or not. But I like Whiskey Mountain's comment. <laughs> Antonio Banderas is now an old man, maybe from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I know, my accent keeps changing. I can't keep it straight. <laughs> I'm going to forbid you all from looking at the chat from now on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like right. to eat, I like to eat potatoes. I keep, the closest I get thing a we've had to a moment and so I can't, I can't yeah. keep it straight, but yes. No. Oh, oh, wait a second. Uh, I, I kind of call over to Daffy. Did you, did you show Jonathan your book? Oh my gosh. No, I did not. Thank you for the reminder. So I would like to go back and go to him and say, hey, do you know anything about this book? We tried to open it up and see if we could work out more details about this Spurbolg and like what happened with Tinbrand, but we could not open it. All right. So Gonathan, he's quite wet from being in there. So he actually doesn't, he, he looks at the book, but he doesn't touch it. Um, you kind of turn it over for him and he, he notes the, the tree, the snake, uh, the, the greenish color of the book. And, and he says, I, I presume the path of nature. So I'm guessing the, the tree, I, first off, no, I don't know anything about this book, but the tree makes sense. The snake does not. I have no idea. You're saying you can't open it. That's correct. Hmm. What have you tried? Uh, you know, just uh, taking the front cover and opening it up. <laughs> so he uh, he actually he looks at it for a second, and his his eyes again glow glow um, blue. And uh, oh shit! 
he he casts detect magic on this and he actually he says well the book's color is is appropriate it is green the school of magic is that is locking this book is the same as perhaps uh, he looks at you alessio and he says it's like an arcane lock uh there are ways to pick it i don't have the ability to dispel magic um typically there's some sort of way to unlock it i would Ooh. think about that a little bit okay all right thank you all right so um presumably you guys are leaving the cathedral at this point or are you saying just tell me what you'd like to do yeah let's We're go to find uh, parents. yeah yeah let's go find parents. all right so uh, easy enough. Uh, you guys actually you travel back over to the drunken um, seal, and you ask. I'm just I'm just going to kind of talk through this. So you ask the. All right. You guys go back to the drunken seal, and you ask the person working there uh, if they've seen uh, Tinburn's parents, and and he says that yes, they're actually asleep upstairs. Now it's the same same man that you talked to last time that gave you the free sausages. So. He knows that you're at least relatively trustworthy. He tells you where they are. You go upstairs, you knock on their door, you find the parents, and, and they're relieved. The, the mother immediately runs out of the drunken seal uh, to the temple. The father gathers his, his six other children and uh, runs outside, uh, including Amy, runs outside, and all of them run off to the temple. You guys are left in the drunken seal. Weren't we supposed to get a reward for that? <laughs> I think we were supposed uh, to get a reward for the bear, not the. Uh, okay, okay. Just make it Actually, Just make no, it you're, you're correct. You're correct, uh, novelist. Oh. Um, so, so you, uh, I mean, you you went up to go talk to the parents. You didn't start asking about a, a reward yet. Um, so I'm just re reloading this. All right. I totally would just walk over to the job board and be like, hmm, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> So you're back in the Drunken Seal. You're you talk to Hulkum Evanai, who's the the owner of the establishment. He's there, kind of cooking the food for the day already. It's it's still pretty early. It's probably about six o'clock in the morning. Um, Hulkum came over here, and uh, this is after you guys have returned back downstairs. Um, so he 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 overhears you saying, "Hey, wasn't there a reward?" And he actually he's got the reward on hand. That's kind of how it works. And so he hands you guys a hundred gold for rescuing Timber. Oh. Woohoo! Excellent. All right. So as I mentioned earlier, we're, we need to make this night a little early. Um, I mean, as it is, it's already ten fifty-four, so it's really not—we're not missing much. Um, didn't get to most of the stuff I planned on, but that's not a big deal. Uh, it's just we'll have a lot more to go into next week. Um, well, so I'm I believe ne next week we do have uh, a game. The following week, I believe, we'll be taking off. Um, yes. So definitely, everybody, make sure you meet, uh, meet us here on the thirty-first, May thirty-first. Um, at 9.30 p.m. Don't forget to check the description for all the social media links. And, um, you know, join the Discord for sure. We'd love to have yeah, some more I'll traffic Yeah, I'll drop the Discord link again. Yeah, yeah, yeah please join the Discord. It's so much fun. Yeah, I saw a couple of people people in there. It'd be great to get some, some just especially people who love D&D talking about it um, and just kind of be able to bounce some ideas off you guys. So um, thank you, everybody, for joining here tonight. And I hope you have a great rest of your night. Cheers. 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 Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. 
Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers. <laughs>